We're not started yet. Now we're good. Hey, all you crazy sci-fi and fantasy fans. Time for your daily dose of shenanigans here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. Just three nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and our fantastical fantasies. A place where magic is king, the sky is the limit, and space is a place. Without further ado... So, hey, all uh, you cool kids, cats, and whatever else is out there, I don't know. So, obviously, we're hosting a podcast, so we thought we'd uh, do an episode zero, tell you who we are here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. We're a science fiction podcast, the Blasters, and fantasy, the Blades podcast, where, nerd, where we're going to nerd out over literature and sometimes more. Um, so I thought for a second, since not everyone followed us over here from our uh, original podcast, the Sci-Fi Shenanigans, uh, that we just, you know, tell us a little bit about ourselves and showcase some of the new questions we'll be doing on the interviews. Um, and so at some point we might even do full interviews of ourselves. Uh, episode one will be you meeting our third host because you heard that right. Three nerdy veterans. There's another one who's crazier than us. I swear. Yeah. Who but, knew that there were more and crazier? Yeah. Apparently we're the normal ones. Yes. You heard that right. You're in trouble now. It's a lie. So, all right, so Saska, why don't you introduce yourself? So I am Saska Small. I started with Blasters and Blades in what season two, and um, I volunteer at several Southern fantasy and science fiction conventions, including some really rather large ones, <laughs> Dragon Con, down here in the southeast and uh, where I'm located, as well as I staff for Liberty Con. I love books. And yes, we are so out of practice. Um, it, but I love books. I do a little bit of TV watching, guys, but not much. Um, spend most of my time reading. Science fiction and fantasy is, has been my jam for probably 20-something years now. Oh, God, I feel old saying that. Um, but we'll have a blast this year. And uh, oh, JR, should I say anything else about me? Uh, oh, we did write that one short story together. We did, we did, and you do threaten to cut me on a regular basis, so there's that. Only when you deserve it. Only when I deserve it. <laughs> Who you've been talking to? So <laughs> yeah, we did, we did. Talking, you deserve it. Probably. So we did uh, write that short story together for the uh, Storming Area 51 anthology, and I still hold by my conviction that if the FBI hadn't shut it down, it would have been the Woodstock of our generation, and we'd still be casting those royalty checks. Oh, it would be awesome. Unfortunately, Dang that you know, Air Force FBI and FBI. I know they ruin all our fun. You just can't have nice things with them around. So, <laughs> I'm sure and, uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I am J.R. Hanley, author, science fiction nerd, army veteran. Uh, in case you didn't catch it, I call her Doc sometimes because she was a medic. So I made you know injuries on people as an infantryman, sometimes on myself doing stupid things, and she fixed them for us. Wait, uh, actually, when we bring on Nick, that means it's an all army show now. It is. It is. So are you going to say crazy things like, here's your ibuprofen or change your socks? Only if I need to. I hope you know to change your socks at this point. Well, you never know. So, uh, but like I said, I'm an army veteran. I did uh, two tours in that crazy place called Mesopotamia. Uh, and as therapy, I started writing and sort of here we are. Sometimes people even like to buy it. Uh, so far, I'm not important or popular enough. Anyone pirates it. So that's going for me. Um, <laughs> and that's yeah. So, Right, right. So that's that's who we are. Uh, so what we're going to be doing this season is uh, we will be talking uh, book interviews with authors, just like we did before, science fiction, and this time fantasy. And as you know, fantasy is a lot 
broader of a scope. So it's we're not just talking elves and Tolkien. We've got urban fantasy and all kinds of weird stuff I know nothing about, but you can learn with me. If you have uh, suggestions for authors, guys, let us know. We would uh, we, love them. We still have um, all of uh, the same social media stuff. So the Twitter is the same. We just changed the name. We do have a YouTube channel, uh, which we don't have enough subscribers to have a dedicated link. So it just looks like someone sneezed in alphabet soup and put it in front of YouTube. Uh, but well, subscribe to us so that we can get one. Right. So we'll get the uh, Blasters and Blades uh, URL. Uh, we do have uh, our website where we'll host this as podcast only at Anchor FM, uh, which is all linked in the uh, Facebook group. Um, we do have um, – we're doing something a little different. Last time when we were the sci-fi shenanigans, we, we implied that our sponsors actually paid us anything. They don't. We just do that on products that we liked. And so uh, when we started looking at the cost of, of running this podcast, we decided that – you know, if you guys were generous enough and wanted to, uh, we have the buy me a coffee. In theory, you can have one just for the podcast, but I couldn't figure it out. So it's author J.R. Handley after uh, buymeacoffee.com, author J.R. Handley. If you put in that for the podcast, it goes to cover the expense, which is the stream yards, the editing software that we had to get to do the commercials, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, if you reach out to us in the Facebook group, it's the same group we just rebranded it so if you're already in there you'll be able to find us uh you can make suggestions for authors we interview discussions we still plan on doing the uh, con away from con type panels where we just get a bunch of people to argue on the internet nobody's ever done that before i know we're creative thinkers you know what i think that's what the internet's for yeah, well, there's a song that says it's for other things, but this is a family-friendly show. Yeah. We'll see how long we keep that label. I mean, it's uh, Broadway, so they had to be right, correct? Absolutely. Rule 30 or four or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we will also do, obviously, uh, breakdowns of science. Uh, I'm not sure what the equivalent of that would be on the magic fantasy side. So I guess if we find a real hobbit, we'll talk about that too. Um, mm, we'll see. But but yeah, so we're we're gonna be doing lots of things. We'll be doing movie reviews, uh, maybe graphic novel reviews. Uh, you'll understand why when you meet our new host uh, next week when we interview him. Um, he is a super. Uh, see, I was the grunt. She was the doc. He's the super grunt. Sometimes called an army ranger. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's what that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, so now, uh, Seska, I'm going to ask you some of the questions that if you listened to us before, you wouldn't have heard because they're new. So we've Ooh. got the religion question because we're polytheistic. We're going to start with sci-fi just so you get used to this again. Star Wars, Star Trek, or Firefly? Oh, Star Wars. Star Trek, always. Hey, <sighs> you know what? NASA had several interviews who, with people who were inspired by Star Trek and then landed things on Mars. So, you know what? Star Trek. We all know that was a soundstage in Hollywood. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, for me, it's all about Star Wars. Those three movies were superb. It's and you such told me a you like fantasy. It's such a shame that they never made more, but, you know, we do what we can. Sometimes they end the good stuff. I do like Firefly. They ended that a little too soon as well. Uh, but this is the new question for all of you old-timers or uh, long-time fans because, like I said, we're, we're polytheistic. So we've got uh, George R. R. Martin, J.R. Tolkien, or J.K. Rowling. Now, I, guys, keep telling you, and you can tell him I'm wrong, he's wrong and I am right, that we should list this by the property, not just the author. 
Okay, so we could do what is it? Game of Thrones, uh, Tolkien's um, Lord of Lord the Rings, or Potterverse. <laughs> so uh, I still think I'm right, but you can tell me that on the comments, and she will pretend to uh, read them and ignore them if it doesn't. I will agree pretend with her. to be humble as people agree with me. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I I don't know. I like Tolkien because I could never get into R. R. Martin. And when he came out, like when I became aware of him, it was sort of an unspoken thing that he was never going to finish that series. And it would drive me bonkers to start a series and know that I'm never going to get an ending. So I just. I, I don't think he plans on ending it. I think he is going to be like Robert Jordan, where the series completes posthumously. So you think Brandon Sanderson is going to write that for him? I didn't say that. I think he actually. I think actually, Martin plans enough that he has everything already written and it's just ready to go. Well, it's sort of like, uh, he just doesn't want to send it to his editor to get edited. He doesn't want to deal with the editing. Yeah, at may, this point. Maybe. So I'll, I'm just saying I won't start reading them until the series is done at this point. Uh, <laughs> and I just never got into Harry Potter. It sort of started while I was doing the college and then the army thing. And then by the time, and you know, like I said, we did promise you we would be apolitical, but she's just been so mean to people on Twitter that it's like, I just couldn't make myself forget that. But this is also why you shouldn't be on Twitter and why you shouldn't follow authors you like, because a lot of them aren't very nice people. No, it was very disappointing no, to find. I get really overwhelmed, and you just find them at their cranky points, Jr. I guess, but I was just like, ooh, yeah, I'll just pass. So I haven't seen the movies, I haven't read the books. So I guess since it's the only one I've read, we will call it Lord of the Rings. Oh. Does that make me a heretic? I don't know. No, it doesn't make you a heretic. It just makes you you, well, I guess. So I don't know. See, Lord of the Rings for me felt like wading through quicksand and reminded me a lot of reading Faulkner, which was not a fun time in my life. <laughs> Faulkner isn't a, lot of, a fun time in anyone's life, but I no. don't know. The Hobbit, like, I, I guess it's a nostalgia thing for me because before I read The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings, I watched that cartoon that came out in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was already old when I watched it. People, come it, on, I'm it not. Was very weird. I remember that, and I remember when I when I was younger, I thought something was wrong with my head. When I was older, I understood that it felt this must be what being on drugs feels like. Ooh, yes, that's an apt analogy. And but when I was younger, I did not have the uh, verbiage to understand that. Thank goodness. Um, I would actually say none of the above. Ooh, so what would you put in its place? Mercedes Lackey's Valdemar series. Or, or Pern. Paxson Area by Elizabeth Moon. Okay, but what about Pern? You, you love you some Pern. Pern is sci-fi. It's got dragons. It has science and no magic. I'm sorry, dragons? Hello. It All right, so that's a, I that's a, it from Anne's mouth herself. It was sci-fi. Well, clearly she's wrong, but so what we need to do Don't is go also, there. you do not criticize the God. All right. Well, shouldn't, if it's Anne, shouldn't it be goddess? Doesn't matter. All right. So we're going to also start this do discussion. Not the God of the universe. <laughs> all right. So we're also going to have to have this discussion in our Facebook group, or you can reach out to us on Twitter. Sometimes we remember to check it. Uh, or I don't know if they can leave comments on yeah, YouTube. When you watch it over there, you can you leave can comments leave, uh, there. Comments on YouTube. I, I discovered this past year with Virtual Dragon Con, people can leave lots of comments. Sometimes they don't make any sense. 
Well, I mean, if they're doing drugs like Anne McCaffrey was doing drugs, thinking she was that not was, doing drugs. Clearly, it is. If she thought dragons were science, it is science. She has a computer. There is no magic. It is a lost space colony. <laughs> All right. So, what do you love about reading? We're going to do our blunt force segue because uh, clearly you're you're wrong, and I don't want to hurt they your are, feelings. They are. Remember, you were the grunt. I was the medic. I know what I'm talking about. If you say so. <laughs> All right. So what do you love about reading? I love that it can transport you to other universes wherever it is that you are, whether you're in a pit in Afghanistan or a foxhole or you're in the middle of yuppie East Cobb, not feeling like you are connecting with anybody around you. I love that. And it allows you to not just connect with those characters, but also connect with the concepts put in those books. Uh, you get to expand and see a universe that is built differently. And sometimes it's also easier to approach some of the concerns we have today where it's one step removed and it's a little easier to talk and see it versus when it's right there in your face and, and it's much more emotionally charged then. Plus, Reading has built such a wonderful group of fandom. So sometimes not so wonderful, but yeah, we well, we're not the bad. talk about the Hugo's. Oh, okay. I wasn't going there. I just I, I've seen some of the comments on Facebook, is all I'm saying. But um all right. So I actually would say about the same thing, the ability to escape and forget. Uh it's the same reason I write, because I could pretend like for five seconds that I'm the normal one. Um, you are kind of. and I can I can go crazy places and see places I'll never get to see and, and sometimes times we'll never get to live in so for me I, I agree it's the chance to to broaden my horizons and I like that it's sort of like time travel in that like in that moment in time you are reading the mind of whoever wrote that book so like yeah I know, I know nothing about what World War One was like other than what I know as a historian, but I can delve into the mind of Tolkien, who was there, and see how it affected him. And, and that's something that reading gives you. Yes. So, and uh, it's 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 somewhat poetic, I think. But now, uh, what was your first love, science fiction or fantasy? The first chapter book I, I read so i take it back so when i was in elementary school i was a voracious reader reading way above uh academically reading above my ability to maturely understand content so i thought i'd shock my teachers by reading harry uh stephen king they were less than pleased at my choice of reading material as an elementary student i did have to visit the shrink and explain to them some things uh <laughs> and so my mom sat me down uh and made and gave me the Belgariad by uh, Eddings. And so my first written book uh, that I chapter books that I were reading were fantasy. And then I really got into those uh, choose your own adventure books. The, um, um, the Kai uh, lone wolf series stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, so it was mostly fantasy at first, which, you know, as a history nerd, like that sort of fit like swords, like it, there was a lot of overlap. Um, I didn't start reading science fiction until I was older. So I actually started reading that when I was at the waiting room um, at the VA hospital. Can you hear the dog? Yes. Sorry. Uh, there is no mute button for a hound when he's howling. So 
Which one was your first? Was it was it fantasy? Uh, I think actually it will probably surprise most people given uh, that I run a fantasy literature convent, uh, track. Bleh, I can speak properly, maybe. Um, that it was actually sci-fi. Uh, I grew up on Star Wars and uh, Galaxy Rangers, the old cartoon. Um, but... And the first book that really got me into reading was an Anne McCaffrey book uh, called The Rowan. So it was really sci-fi. And then I very quickly branched into fantasy. But um, I think it's mostly that my exposure up until I started really reading was sci-fi. So, and your mother, your mother tricked you into reading that too. So why don't you tell that? That's yeah. a funny story. Oh gosh, my mom. She she tries to deny it, but I'm like, you just need to stop denying it. She's like, I didn't know what I was doing. So if you have ever not read the Rowan, the Rowan is 350 ish pages. I was in sixth grade, and I was homesick, and my mother thought I was faking it. Apparently, I was not. But she handed me this book, and she goes, "You can watch TV." when you have read the first chapter. Okay, remember I said it's a 350 page book. There are only three chapters in the entire book. Yes, my mother tricked me into reading it and I read it and I loved it and I am very grateful for it ever since. But yes, my mother tricked me into reading a 350 page book with the promise of TV when I was sick. I, I kind of idolized her as a mother in a way for that. It was genius. So now we're going to pause for a moment where we don't shamelessly shill. That was just a funny saying because uh, it, it alliterated itself. But uh, <laughs> one of the books that both Seska and I absolutely adore is the uh, the Empire Bone series. So I attempted to make a commercial. Ignore the uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately long intro and exit music. Uh, I, I'll get better, I promise. But Yes, please. If you want us to plug your, your, your stuff, please just send it to us edited. We are very much rookies. Winder retired and... He he took all the brands with him. Unfortunately, he was our IT person. <laughs> so, our brands were the Marine. Is that, that the Marine was the smart one. Oh, yeah. Elvis doesn't like it either. All right, so let's try <laughs> our commercial. This is uh, our testing the system. So so bear with us, people. The Terran Empire is dead. Long live the Empire. Commander Jared Mertz, the bastard son of the Emperor, and his half-sister, Princess Kelsey, barely speak to one another. To their dismay, their father seizes an opportunity to change that and sends them on a dangerous quest to explore the fallen Empire. Separated from home by an impassable gulf and struggling to redefine their relationship, they find themselves thrust into a vicious war. Unless they work together to stop the Empire's deadly legacy, billions face a horrific fate. Empire of Bones, written by Terry Mixon, now available at Amazon.com. All right, so that's that's us attempting to make a commercial. 
send your hate mail to uh, Terry Mixon at terrymixon.com. Wait, is that actually his email address? I don't know. I was just making it up. But, uh, but we, we love actually. Oops. So we actually love to give him a hard time. So he doesn't realize that the, he thinks the wrong person is the main character in that series, which is awesome. I've read it multiple times. Saska yeah. doesn't agree with me either. But we yeah. all know Jared is the – he's the main character. He no, is the – Kelsey all the way. Uh, you're not right. Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Have... She is amazing. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. All right. I'm going to have to fire you on episode zero. This is crazy. But all <laughs> right. Go. So we promised you uh, – we promised ourselves, actually, that this uh, first episode was just going to be us welcoming back uh, you guys to the show that we promise this episode isn't going to become our MOS. So we're going to keep this one short. So we're going to real quickly reiterate the things that we're going to do on the show. If there are other things you'd like us to try, ignore the dog, please uh, <laughs> let us know. But we've got author interviews, uh, sci-fi and fantasy artists uh, of comic books and graphic novels. And I guess manga, I don't know. I'm not all up on that stuff. I, I, I don't see the difference. It's pictures and panels and words. But, you don't uh, see the difference reading left to right versus right to left? I mean, you're still looking at the pictures, okay? I mean, come on. Are you that dyslexic? Because I know I am. <sighs> no, I just, I mean, there's pictures, okay? Pictures. <laughs> it's got the good pictures. Uh, so we're going to do <laughs> comic, uh, comic book, regular book, movie reviews. Uh, we'll do group panel discussions and all these things. If you've got stuff you want us to cover, lay it up in the groups that all the means you can reach out to us. Uh, we'll discuss science topics as it comes up, fandom issues as they come up. We do promise um, that some things are going to stay the same. So we will be apolitical. We will be irreverent as hell. I mean, you've got three <laughs> veterans, so buyer beware. Uh, and mostly we just want to have fun and forget real life for a few minutes. Because, I mean, really, who wants to remember real life all the minutes of all the day? Right. And so any, as far as guests uh, who we would potentially have on the show, anyone that fits the sci-fi and fantasy literature mandate, uh, even tangentially. Um, so like be, comics. So Dang comics. Uh, some of the stuff Ooh. is there's a book that's coming out that is detailing the process of getting some of the drones developed. Uh, and we're going to interview Ooh. those authors. Uh, they had to go four-year process to get this approved by the uh, CIA to get this book released because they were actual developers. So Very dedicated. Uh, yes. I might have given up and just, like, I don't know, played tiddlywinks or something. Um, but that's so in the infantry. That's why I was in the infantry. Uh, there's a reason my ASAP score got me there. Uh, but so we're, that's what we're going to do. So like I said, if you have anything you want us to, uh, to reach out to or cover, we will. Uh, Seska, did we forget anything important? I don't think so. All right. Uh, is there anything you want to add to the list of things we should cover? Narrators. Oh, that could be fun. Uh, and because we can share screens uh, and I can yes, throw up. Yes, we are now doing some video, guys. Uh, and I think I can share an image. I don't know how, but I'm told you could do that with StreamYards. <laughs> so maybe when we're talking about. I don't know. Um, let's find an eight-year-old. They can probably figure it out. All right. So let's try this. Let's see. How do I? So in theory, I can put a picture. I, 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 anyway, we'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, Walt can teach us the things because he's the one who taught us before. <laughs> uh, but so like if we're talking about book covers, for instance, if we could actually show the cover uh, for the people watching us on YouTube, that could be cool. Yes. Um, 
And so, without uh, dragging this out any more than we have to, we want Elvis likes you too. Uh, thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. For Nick Garber and Doc Saska, I'm J.R. Hanley, and this was the Blasters and Blades podcast. We'll be back next week with the at the same time where we'll indulge our love of nerd culture, cheesy jokes, and all things that go boom. Yes.